Psalm 118, verses 1 and 2, and then verses 19 to 29. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say, his steadfast love endures forever. Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvellous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we beseech you, O Lord. O Lord, we beseech you, give us success. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God and he has given us light. Bind the festal procession with branches up to the horns of the altar. You are my God and I will give thanks to you. You are my God. I will extol you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Thanks be to God. Amen. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, verses 1 to 11. When they were approaching Jerusalem, at Bethphage and Bethany, near the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Just say this, The Lord needs it and will send it back here immediately. They went away and found a colt tied near a door, outside in the street. As they were untying it, some of the bystanders said to them, What are you doing, untying the colt? They told them what Jesus had said, and they allowed them to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut in the fields. Then those who went ahead and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Blessed is the coming kingdom of our ancestor David! Hosanna in the highest heaven! 
Then he entered Jerusalem and went into the temple. And when he had looked around at everything, as it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Thanks be to God. Amen. Back in 2003-2004, I seemed to spend a large number of my Saturdays on protests and demonstrations against the various components of Tony Blair's foreign policy, in particularly uh, the militarily and ethically flawed concepts behind the invasion and occupation of Iraq. I remember clearly the day of the great demonstration on the 15th of February 2003, when over two million people marched in London to oppose the forthcoming military action. Maybe you were there as well. The diversity of peoples and causes coming together. As usual, there were loads of Quakers there. They do like a good protest. Organisations from a wide range of acronyms all marching together, such as CLAW, the Camden Lawyers Against War. There were nuns, lots of them. Toddlers with their parents, the Eton George Orwell Society, archaeologists against war, or awe, as they were called, the Watford Mothers Union, the Swatham Women's Choir, lots of Methodists, and also uh, a fair amount of anarchic groups with derogatory identities based around President Bush's surnames. But I'll leave that to your imagination. Good-humoured, provocative, passionate, non-violent. It felt like the kingdom of God. People marching together, proclaiming peace. They were calling for repentance from the government, but they were marching together peacefully. When I read the story of Palm Sunday, it takes me back to that February in 2003. It bears all the hallmarks that first Palm Sunday of a political demonstration, a rally, a campaign for freedom and liberation. If you want to protest against injustice. If you want to be a demonstrator, if you don't want your protest to just be easily dismissed as the violent actions of the mob, such as that which happened last weekend in Bristol, then you need different tactics. You need to think of the tactics of the human chain around Birmingham with Christian Aid back in the late 90s. You need to think of that demonstration in February 2003. You need to think of a man on a donkey riding into Jerusalem. So if you want to challenge the powerful, those whose default position is to resort to violence whenever their interests are challenged, then you must offer defiance. But if you can, 
try and make them look silly. If you want to know where Gandhi, Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, Desmond Tutu learned their tactics for changing the world, then go and look at the story of Palm Sunday. We have there a man on a donkey with a crowd waving him in. Now, this is a silly sight. You can't be on a donkey and look dignified. You can't be on a donkey and look regal. You cannot be threatening if you are waving a palm branch or throwing a cloak around. It is non-threatening. It is organised silliness. The greatest military power, the Roman army, confronted by a man on a donkey, a mob armed with palm fronds and coats. You can just see the Roman officials quaking in their sandals. I suppose there is an argument that we've made progress in 2000 years. In Jesus's time, doing a demonstration like that leads to crucifixion. Now, in our democracy, where the right to protest was once enshrined, Jesus and his followers would now get 10 years in prison under the Police, Crime and Courts and Sentencing Bill of 2021, the one that's just going through the Commons right now. The police will be able to impose conditions such as start and finish times on static protests, powers which, by the way, officers already have in relation to marches. Additionally, senior officers will be able to impose maximum noise limits on protests with powers to intervene when the route and noise is disrupting the activities of an organisation or has a relevant impact on persons in the vicinity. So no more crying out Hosanna in the highest for fear of upsetting those poor chaps in the Sanhedrin. Our heart goes out to them. And it will be the Home Secretary, that most gentle, stable of all people, who alone will be allowed to decide, without parliamentary approval, by the way, whether that donkey causes serious disruption to communities and organisations which police can then rely on to impose conditions on protests. So that's all really reassuring then. Lots of progress in 2000 years. To be a follower of Christ, these days it won't get you crucifixion, but it will get you 10 years in the slammer. Jesus was heading for a showdown with the religious and Roman authorities. He was prepared to face the consequences of contending with the militarily powerful and the religiously corrupt. 
he fights their corruption and injustice by taking the mickey out of them. He is prepared to demonstrate against that which is wrong. He is prepared to defy their fear and anger with laughter and calmness. 